Hello and welcome to another video game to the max. This is episode number 124. We are the official for one game zone podcast and I'm your host Sean Garmer and with me today the usual co-host Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Yes, Mark did not have uh, the dental work done uh, as obvious. Yeah, that'll be, a, that'll be a few weeks. <laughs> And uh, with us again, two weeks in a row, Mr. Daniel Anderson. Hello. Well, guys, uh, anything uh, interesting happen not video game related? Uh, not with me. Just been working way too much. My my basement is flooding consistently. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. And thankfully, I don't own the house because we have to have about three thousand dollars worth of sewer work done. Oh, jeez! How do the uh, landlords feel about that? Well, it's city-owned property, so they feel great. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, we escaped that one. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, <clears throat> just been working and. Uh, going, uh, doing things with the kiddo and that sort of stuff. Uh, nothing, uh, too uh, spectacular going on here either. So anything, uh, anybody playing anything of note, anything they want to uh, discuss here, Daniel? Uh, well, I've played a little bit of single player Mountain Blade mainly because I've been bored and something that my work computer will run, although nobody hears me say I play that at work. Uh, also looking into the game Dreadnought, hey, 12-hour shifts in the middle of the night can get kind of long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've also played a little bit of Hearthstone, and I've looked into the 5-on-5 closed beta of Dreadnought, uh, tried to, trying to get in on that because it looks like it'd be a fun game to play, but I hear that they're having server issues right now. Everybody gonna play the Overwatch beta in a couple days or? Nope. Nope. Probably not. Jeez, I guess I'll be the only one. That's the Team Fortress one, right? Yes, but it's the blue one. So. I already have Team Fortress. I'm set. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh. Yeah, I have not been playing up much, so... I have been uh, playing some stuff. <laughs> what is that? Uh, let's see. Fallout 4, as usual. Uh, something called Duck Game on Steam, which is like a multiplayer fighter, like, shooter game. Uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Uh, Sega Genesis and... Yeah, it's okay. I'm not quite getting the hang of it. <laughs> like, it seems weird to me for some reason. I'm so glad it has gamepad support because I tried to do it with the keyboard and I'm like, yeah, this is confusing. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I, haven't, I didn't use my g- gamepad yet. I just used a controller and I'm like, or the keyboard and I was like, no, this doesn't feel great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured out after a while, I was like, oh, I can use the gamepad. Okay, this is a lot easier. <laughs> Makes more sense. Uh, uh, the last last two things were the Sega Genesis and Mega Drive classics on Steam. 
uh, and I bought Shadow Complex on PC on Steam. So fuck that epic launcher version. Uh, I'm guessing it's easier to launch. I haven't even. I just bought it like a minute ago. I'm not going to download it right now, but it doesn't have that launcher, so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that Sega, like, yeah, the Sega Genesis thing is also kind of weird. So how does that work? I, you just, I mean, I, I had all the ROMs except for, like, one on already on Steam, so it just found all the packs, and, like, it loads the games up, and it has, like, a shelf of games, which looks cool, but then it would have been cool if they included the box art, or, the like, the cartridge art for them, because it's the most generic-looking thing ever, but you can load, load a game, and it plays, you can load mods into it, which is weird, and that works. Wonder how long it's gonna to take to come out with some kind of a special version of the Genesis one like they did for the NES with a three D thing. Meh. Like I played a version of Sonic the Hedgehog where you played as like Princess Sally. And that didn't work well. <laughs> I imagine not. Uh I'm guessing Princess Sally does not run uh the Sony no, Sonic. She was actually she was actually pretty quick. The problem is when you jumped on an enemy, enemy it killed her. And I couldn't figure out a way to kill enemies. <laughs> well, that doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how you kill enemies. It wouldn't kill them doing the spin thing, or she can't do the spinning She does like a weird hop, but I, that didn't work either, it seemed. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love uh, mods that apparently are not uh, fully... Uh, compatible, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've also, also been playing Alan Wake on PC. <laughs> always good to go back to that game. Uh, yeah, better than Quantum Break. <laughs> better than Quantum Break? Oh, man. Have you? I, I saw a video of like gameplay footage from the PC version. That still is jacked. Eh, as long as the console version works, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is what most people will play it on. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. Um, been kind of waiting to play it, maybe when it goes on a little price cut or something. Yeah, that's the approach I'm taking with it. Yeah, it goes down to like 40 or 30. I might uh, go for that. Uh, so, I guess we should get into the... Uh, News and the big part of it is sort of Microsoft heavy. Um, Microsoft uh, sort of they have announced that they're bringing back the Fan Fest thing, which allows I think it's was it 500 uh, Xbox fans to uh, go to E3 potentially, and uh, also just kind of you can be there and check out games and stuff like that. Um, you like the idea of them uh, bringing this back? Or do you think there's kind of not a use for it? Or Well, they need someone to cheer for them at E3, so... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you mean he won't be cheering the Xbox 1.5? I have seen a lot more negative opinion about that than the PS4 Neo. I'm not convinced that it will actually be an Xbox 1.5. No? 
I'm what? thinking more like a slim version of the Xbox. So they're going to just let Sony get ahead of them like that? Well, more ahead of them. <laughs> yeah, or more yeah, more ahead of them than they Well, are. do you really think the Neo would be selling that great? I mean I don't see it being a big seller. I see people looking at it and saying, I just bought this PS four, why do I need to buy a four point five? Oh, you know there'll be I mean, yeah. I that's gonna have to take a lot of word of mouth and the game's actually looking somewhat more decent than uh, the PS4 version, but that's kind of not what they're trying to do. So, and I also, I also very much doubt that they're going to not make it a requirement to play games at some point. I mean, if they do that, I think it's going to be way down the line, like when we're already hearing about PS5, and it may not matter so much at that point. I just, I just can't imagine that. Yeah, but wasn't this supposed to delay the need or eliminate the need for a PS5 in the foreseeable future? Oh. I mean, I really think they're going to... I give it about a year and a half, two years, and a first-party game will be released, and you'll hear the line to preserve the artistic vision or something like that. You can only play this on the PlayStation Neo, PlayStation 4 Neo, whatever. Uh, man, the outrage that will happen at that Because <laughs> I still don't think we're even going to have, and what, they just hit $40 million this week? Uh, I still don't think we're going to have anywhere near that it. I think at the most they might have maybe ten million uh, by the time we get to that point, uh, and you're going to piss off a lot of people for well, ten million. Fortun- fortunately, the only PS2 or PS4 Neo required game will be Knack Two. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one no one will care about. I I still look at it like the new 3DS, like. There is one, arguably two games that require that thing, and that's it. Like, well, and they just released one of those games on the uh, Wii U Virtual Console, so uh, you know, I don't know how much. Uh, or the only other thing I see it happening is I think that game Nio, Neo, whatever the hell it's called, N I O H, like more. PS4, like, the old version games will just have, like, a Switch, or, like, a option, like, do you want it to look fast or play good? And I see, like, the Neo versions of the game of those games not having that option. Just looking faster, you know, looking better and playing well. Oof. I mean, but aren't people going to figure that out eventually, and then somebody's doing exactly what they said they're not going to do? I mean... I'm just looking forward to the outrage if they ever said Last Guardian is going to require the upgraded PlayStation. <laughs> Wait till that. I wonder if that's even going to come out this this year at all. Last Guardian? Yeah. Hell no. No, you might see a video at it'll E3. Just that, but... It'll just be that same video though, with like ten extra seconds of footage. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ten extra seconds of that thing you were waiting, what is it, like seven years for them to 
finally come out with. And, and the other thing I'm curious about when we do hit E3 and we're seeing all these videos of games, are we going to see it say on the bottom of the screen PlayStation 4 Neo? Or I, I wouldn't be whatever. surprised. I didn't even tell you. And then that's I mean, they when you find out to, later, don't they? No, they'll say it's running on a PS4 console. Exactly. And it'll be up to you to figure out which one. It'll be that same crap that always happens where they'll be like, oh, it's in-game footage. Oh, no, it's not. You know? It's, uh, uh, I, just, I think that there's going to be more of a backlash than they think to this. That's why I think Microsoft is taking a wait-and-see approach. Also because... Let's face it, Microsoft kind of got screwed with the digital-only, online-only console that they went out and announced when they thought Sony was going to announce it as well. I don't think they're going to try to get ahead of Sony on anything this generation. I think they're going to let Sony take the lead and then just take what works and improve on it. Well, yeah, you, you say that, but they, already, they did that already once with the Xbox 360, and then they fucked it majorly. I mean... The digital only stuff hurt them, sure, but also the connect only stuff when they initially announced it, it's like this didn't work in the first time. Why are you doubling down on it? Yeah, well, wasn't well, that part of the that whole cable thing to make it easier for the yeah. watching TV? The one box, all that. Do either one of you guys use that stuff? I don't. It's I, not a yeah. I did when I first got it and still had cable. That's the other thing. It's like not a lot of people don't have cable anymore. So it's like, I guess it's a neat function, but more people than ever are cutting the cord. So it's like, why is this still on here? <laughs> now, I will say this. if uh, Since there was the whole thing with the government saying that people shouldn't have to rent set-top boxes anymore, if they come out with something that allows your Xbox One to take the place of your digital cable box I'd I'd buy that I'd, I'd tell yeah. Comcast to fuck off with, with the box I have now and be like alright <laughs> and I mean you could see something like that happening I, it Damn wouldn't you. surprise me at all because it sounds like that's what they were headed for and then something happened to where they didn't get that support or they were told no you can't do this and well, now it's they actually already do that with the 360 in uh, Europe Specifically the UK, uh, Sky TV, you can just get it on your 360 and watch it. Oh, and so cool. I think you might see that with, uh, you might see Microsoft starting to do that with the Xbox One now that FCC ruled that cable companies couldn't prevent people from doing that. Yeah, I just want to see Comcast really go, yeah, you don't have to have this big box that we're charging you $10 for here. Just use the cable and make it work. I just They will but, never say that you don't have to have it. No, the funniest thing is, is you never used to have it. You needed to have it in the first place. Well, I mean, as they went to digital channels and all the HD channels and everything else, all the on-demand stuff, I can understand needing it for some stuff. But yeah, well, yeah, Tony's on demand or like their TiVo thing, sure. But right. if you just want to watch TV, it shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be that big of a hassle. No, and it's the same thing with your own modem. What's the first yeah. thing they try to do when you say that you want to use your own modem? Oh, well, you can buy or... this Comcast modem 
for yeah. Yeah, like four hundred dollars. You'll own it. And I think that's what you're gonna see Comcast doing. They're not even gonna mention that there are other things you could use to replace their box. Yeah. I'm just waiting until I pay off the stupid uh you know extra fees they're charging me right now and I'm gonna get the PS view and not even worry about the damn cable. So, uh, oh, you might not even need the PS View, isn't it? Uh, was it Hulu just announced that they're going to have stream or they're entering into agreements with streaming options with Fox oh. and uh, crap. There was another network, Fox and someone else that were part owners of Hulu. It's probably CBS or NBC or well. Comcast owns NBC and they're a silent owner. They weren't the ones that were. Might be ABC then. It was Fox and a cable group. Might have been Viacom or it was. Might have been USA. One of the two. Uh, I'm trying to. Ah, here we go. Hulu is developing some kind of. Uh, it's, um... Walt, yeah, ABC. Yeah, it's Walt Disney and 20th Century Fox. The 21st okay. Century, yeah. Well, it won't be until 2000, first quarter of 2017. <laughs> I'll probably have the view for a little while. I mean, it's it's worth it for, like, the, the middle tier. You pretty much get everything uh, you need, and it's... I mean, it's, uh, it's about 45 seconds behind the actual, like, cable feed, but, uh... You know. That's negligible. Yeah, I haven't. I just got rid of my cable before I moved to this to my new place, and I've survived on Amazon Prime, Netflix, and Hulu, and other less legal means of watching stuff. <laughs> yeah, I still have my cable box. My my neighbor is using it. He's been using it for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I wonder if this is going to affect the view at some point. Uh, because they already made it to where, unless you live in the, which I happen to live in one of the original markets, um, if you live in one of the other markets when they went nationwide, you don't get any of the uh, actual live network channels. They're all on-demand versions. So that's going to be interesting to see if Hulu's going to get the actual channel or something. And, uh, you know. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, I think uh, Xbox is sort of, how long do you think until Microsoft has their own sort of Sony, whatever, the PS conference thing? Uh, Well, I mean, now with EA doing it, I... I think Microsoft likes doing the big... More so than just themselves. I mean, they are the only ones that get on TV every year now. So, I mean, I guess if you have the ability to do it, why not? Uh, I do like the fact that they're doing the... The the, uh, Indie Fest, the ID at Xbox Indie Fest thing for this month. Uh, sort of kind of bringing back that some of arcade sort of deal, except for 
every week it's going to be something different. Like one week it's going to be indie games, the next week it's what is it like their uh, preview program and uh, the free to play stuff, and then you get like a best of the last week. So sort of seems like they're going back to some of those ideas. In you mean the ideas that actually work for them? <laughs> Yeah, Seth, I don't know why you need to have a showing the best of a free preview program. Shouldn't you kind of already do that without having a week dedicated to it? Well, it's the same reason stores have biggest sales of them all, biggest sales of the year. I mean, it's the same prices on everything, but they still advertise that it's on sale even though it's always on sale. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, at least the uh, the ID stuff, or I mean, the the indie games are they're not always on sale, so that kind of works or whatever. But yeah. I really think they just need to have a thing that's always on the front page there, kind of touting some of the indie games that would sort of help. But uh, only have so much space there on that that front thing. But I mean, this is a good step. Uh, I guess doing anything they can to sort of get people to really want to know these games exist uh, should have been there probably from the beginning. But uh, you can say that a lot about a lot of Xbox One features. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> How long did it take them to add the uh, where it tells you that your friend is online? And what? To be fair, Sony just added it not too long ago. So, yeah. I mean, and hey, Sony still hasn't added backwards compatibility. Well, yeah, and they probably won't. <laughs> because I don't they, see, yeah, because they wanted to get that PS now. I did buy that Rogue Galaxy PS2 version on my PS4 recently. <laughs> I have what, the Dark Cloud One, Dark Cloud Two, and Rogue Galaxy, and um, a crappy version of Bully. I got the. Uh, was it bully? It was like three seventy five not too long ago on the three sixty. I think I wound up getting that. That's the better version. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, I like the idea with the PS two games. I think that's cool. Um, I think people expecting them to allow you to put in your disc from a game that's what at this point uh, over fifteen years old. Uh, you know, for somewhere between 13 and 15 years old is a little bit of a stretch. Um, I mean, who knows if if they ever do the original Xbox idea and Microsoft makes it work like that, then I don't know. Maybe maybe then uh, Sony would have a wouldn't have much of a lead to stand on. But uh, we'll see. I mean, that they keep slowly adding games every week. I mean, they added like three more this week. I mean, if you wanted to play. Uh, Texas Hold'em Poker. I guess you can do that on your Xbox One now. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that anybody was raring to go for that, but uh, it's there yeah, if it, you want to. Chess Set Radio is not a bad game. <laughs> no. Uh, and I wish I could play that right now, actually. That's uh, that's always a great game to go back to. Uh, but uh, So we want to take a gander at what the NX's price is going to be now that we know that they're not going to sell it at a loss, apparently. 
$2,000. I mean, if it's really going to be like a, the Vita is a controller and the then you can hook it up to a console to play it with a regular TV, I mean, it would sort of indicate that it's going to be expensive. Uh, well, the thing that kills me is we still don't know if that's true or not. I mean, that's what all the rumors said, but... But they're saying it's not the next Wii U, or, or Wii, for that matter, but, it, you know, they, they haven't even... They've also not said that it's not backwards compatible, either. Um, I just... I have a hard time seeing them pricing it at twice what the PS4 or Xbox One is right now. Yeah. Also, I mean, because Nintendo, Nintendo's consoles have always been traditionally pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least cheaper than others. Yeah, I mean, it's a comparative thing, but I mean, I don't think any Nintendo console has been like $400. Nope. Well, the Wii U was, what, $350? Yeah, but that was for the premium version, too. Yeah, but who the hell is going to get the regular version with, like, was it 8 gigabytes of storage? Hard drive space? Yeah, Yeah, but... that's all you have, that's all you have, but, I mean, they, they got rid of that, like, version, they phased it out pretty quick, and they just made the, like, the premium one, the core one. Uh, yeah. I would imagine $400 would be, maybe 450 they can get away with it, but I can't imagine 500 or, or anything like that. I mean, just people are going to... It'll be it'll be six hundred dollars, and you can use. They'll announce a, a simulation driving game where you can use the Wii U controller as a rearview mirror. I would be shocked if they even put it up at four fifty. Yeah, I I mean, it could be that they just, but I I can't think of something. I I get, or I guess I shouldn't say that because the Wii was was pretty cheap. Um. And the game was cheap, the N64 is cheap, I mean... Well, I mean, like, the Wii didn't really have technology that was way out there, and they got away with it because of the gimmick. Like, but I just can't see them doing that again, like, you're just gonna come well, out with a gimmick and hope people are gonna... Well, I mean, if it is going to be comparable to PS4 and Xbox One graphics, what's to say... The price hasn't dropped enough for them to sell it at a similar price, just not at a loss. Especially if they take off the uh, the optical drive, like they are talking about. True. Yeah. If you don't have to, well, they've kind of always. Oh, you mean like where you don't even insert a disc at all? Yeah. What disc? I mean, if it's if it's a handheld or partially handheld, what are you going to do? Oh well, didn't they say all their games were going to be digital anyway? They point. never said it, that's just a rumor. But if yeah. they did do that, then you can take out the expense of the optical drive out of the price of it. I mean, I'm not saying it's a ton of money, but it is still money they could take out from it. And, and, and then GameStop will never sell the console. <laughs> oh no, they'll sell the console. They'll just let you buy the games digitally through them. Yeah, which yeah. is still a thing, you know. A lot of people don't want to have their credit card just out there, or whatever. Like, I, 
I actually heard that it's easier to buy a game, a 3DS game from GameStop digitally than the 3DS. Oh, God. And, and that should tell you something about Nintendo's... Buying like, something from the 3DS shop is a pain in the ass. Let yep. me tell you. It so, asks, like... It asks you about 17 times if you are sure you want to make this purchase. And and then if you make a passcode for your credit card, which I do, then it asks you again. And then it asks you again when it tells you how much memory it takes. Then it asks you again when you – if you want to download it now or later. It's like, God, can you just let me get the damn game and shut up? Like you're making me not want to buy this right now. That that's actually kind of a worry I would have about Nintendo just moving to an all digital platform. It's like they're bad with that, even still. So, well, I mean, I understand that, what they're why they do it. They don't want kids to go in there. And oh buy yeah, a game, but, but I mean, they don't have a handle on still a lot of that type of stuff that Sony or Microsoft even do. So it's like. Good luck. How, many, how much would you say all of the? Uh, do you want to buy? Are you sure you want to buy? Are you really sure? What's to say that's not coming from the last uh, regime? It's true. From Iwata? Or I mean, well, I mean, we the whole thing that as to people, what was it? The reason Splatoon didn't have voice chat. They didn't want kids getting on there and talking. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they didn't so, want kids being insulted and all that. Yeah, Yeah, and so, and the reason they did all that with the 3DS shop was so the kids couldn't get on there and spend parent, all the parents' money and all that. What's to say they're not, that wasn't spearheaded by the old CEO who's no longer there? I mean, it might have been, but I think the current CEO, he probably still has to look a lot of the same... Nintendo's always going to be that kid-friendly company, or skew so more a towards between being kid-friendly and pandering to children. Yeah, but look what they've been doing with like Fire Emblem censorship and all that stupid crap. It's like, yeah, you know, still doing that though, and they'll probably always do that. I, that's, I think that's more about it's not really. Uh, that was kind of just almost disgusting. In a way, that one thing they got censored from Fire Emblem, like, that was just kind of like, why are we even doing that? Like, it would be great if this new console, if it just had an option where it's like, are you over 18, or are you an adult, yes or no? (laughs) And then you can set it up that way, but... (laughs) Well, can't the kids just hit yes? I mean, but who knows, maybe (laughs) the new console they will. I mean, we have no idea... I mean, but that's why you make up, like, you know, the 3DS lets you have a, a password that you put in so that if the kid gets to the point where he gets to the purchase screen, he still has to know the password to actually be able to buy it. I mean, it's just not that hard. Then you do what you do with the Xbox One and the PS4 where it's like two or three clicks or button presses and you bought the game. Uh, you know, or for the Xbox One, it's just one press confirm it's yours you know it's um it's not that hard i just think that they wanted an extra fail safe in there in case you didn't want to do the password thing well in in all honesty how many stories have you heard about 
kids getting onto Xbox One or PSN and spending all of their parents' money? Uh, no. A I lot mean, less. The iPad. Than... The whole reason. Yeah, I was going to say a lot less than the iPad. And the whole reason that they got hit was it was one click buy and that's it. Right. So I mean, it's a lot different on both of the other consoles anyway. So yeah, because you're not having Nintendo that many kids play it. I mean, maybe Nintendo could lack some of their verification. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to gander at maybe 400 is is the most um, they'll do. I can't. I I mean, to me, I, I can't even see them doing 350 like last time because at that point, that's a loss. Uh, and unless they don't have technology that they're sort of touting right now, they won't have wireless. <laughs> uh, you know, I would not be surprised. Nintendo. Oh no, I mean it'll. Eh, never mind. <laughs> like uh, we'll give you a wireless and non-wireless option. You're still gonna have to connect an Ethernet cable. What the hell is that uh, through my entire living room? It's. I get to see that working out so. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what could they really be doing if they're if it's not that rumored console? I mean, what go back to the GameCube? I mean, I just. I mean, say what you will, but at least the GameCube is sold. Well, and it had uh, third party support. I mean, I mean, it didn't it didn't sell obviously as well as the Wii did, but it sold a hell of a lot better than the Wii U does. It, the GameCube only had third party support at the beginning, and then that died really quickly. Uh, I mean, I would imagine it's got to have some gimmick to it for them to come out with it now. It's just, if you're coming out with a, the same thing that's just another Xbox One or a PS4, which they're saying it's not, you're going to die. No, because they still, they're still Nintendo, and they still, yeah. they still have people who want to play Mario and Zelda and Metroid, you know, that look good. And granted, those games only come out every three years, but still, people are idiots and they'll buy it. Well, and they did say that they're going to have a shorter uh, turnaround time between franchises. Yeah, and that's why they're having the system come out in March, is because they want to have a big launch lineup and then also have games that are going to come out afterwards, too. Not just that huge lull that happened with the uh, Wii U, where you'd have the one... Nintendo game come out, then you wait six months for the next Nintendo game, and whatever. that sounds like a good idea. But I don't want them to really annualize their franchises. Like, I don't I, think they do that. I wouldn't want like a Mario game every year. Oh, but you, they already do that though with the different no, I, I kinds mean, of Mario games. No, I mean like a, a traditional Mario game. Oh, I'm talking but, about like Mario, Mario and Sonic and the, and the Olympics or stupid crap like that, but. Oh, but that's what they do. They'll come out with, uh, okay, let's say that Mario Galaxy 3 or whatever the next great Mario, like, invention thing will be the thing that comes out with the uh, the NX. And then we'll come out with a NX new Super Mario Brothers the next year. And uh, But those are still different games. Like, I wouldn't want right. Mario Galaxy 3 one year and then Mario Galaxy 4 the next. It's like, oh, no. oh, they won't do that, but that's why they have all those versions of Mario. 
so they can do that and sort of not not do it, you know. Just uh, same thing with Pokemon, where they've got all the different versions of that too. Just uh, whatever it is at this point. It's, I, you know, it's Nintendo. I'm gonna be intrigued. Uh, certainly, just hopefully they announce something that that uh, really, I guess, blows everybody's mind. But it's not so out there that it's too crazy. Uh, so aside from uh, that, I mean, you know, we talked last week about From Software not doing Dark Souls anymore. Well, they've already revealed that their new game, whatever it is. Is gonna have PSVR support. So, does that make you think you're inside a mech in Armored Core, or you think it's something else? I wouldn't oppose an Armored Core game, but their last few were not great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would. I could see them doing one with virtual reality. I just. I mean, maybe it's been long enough that they've got enough ideas to make it good again. I mean, I'm not uh, the biggest Armored Core person, but I think, you know, that whole... Having that ability to be the person inside the mech and controlling it, whatever, from the that virtual reality perspective would be pretty cool. You could sell the game on that. Just, you know, you got to actually make it a good game, too. They can all they can buy all the steel battalion controllers and they can use that. Oh, gee, no. Well, I wonder if we're going to see a new mech game announced by Microsoft this year at E3. What, well, uh, bring Mech Warrior back? I mean, Mech Warrior Online is supposedly doing well. Why not have a console version of it? I guess, I mean,. Well, they, they have they have Mech Assault. I mean, if the, that's probably what they just making that Mech Assault three. But yeah, but don't sure they have it. Titanfall two coming out too? So they're very different games, extremely uh, different. Okay. <laughs> one just has the mechs as a thing, and the other one. Well, one is a yeah. shooter, and one is like like a mech simulator. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean it's. It's a lot slower paced, and you have to think more. And you have to deal with, like, heat and, like, heat displacement and, like, ammo and stuff like that. And, like, you can, like, get your, like, right missile pod shot off, and it's like, well, you don't have that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you have to, you can't just throw everything on the mech and think, okay, this is powerful. You could overheat, your mech could shut down, you could get killed, you could get the pods blown off, you could lose your arms on the mech. I mean, there's so much that could happen. Okay. That said, Mech Assault 1 and 2 are actually pretty good games. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't made a third one yet or said anything about it. I think the second one bombed pretty hard compared to the first, so they're like, eh, we're kind of (laughs) done. Well, they didn't really advertise it, and a lot of people wanted another simulator game where you're actually in the mech. Yeah, the second one got a little wonky. Like you could get, you could like be a human outside of the mech and like mech jack other robots, and it's like this is weird. Well, that, I mean, that is in the game. Yeah, but like the tabletop game. But yeah, that 
they they emphasize it a lot more compared to the first one. It's like, uh, yeah. Also, the reason the first one sold so well is you could hack the Xbox original Xbox with it. Uh-huh. That was useful. Same thing with Splinter Cell. That's why I actually have a copy of Splinter Cell still. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, you know, last week they had the leak of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Now you have the information on Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. They had a about three-minute-plus trailer uh, for the game. Looks uh, rather futuristic, very much like Advanced Warfare did. Uh, people complaining about it. Um, as if, again, Advanced Warfare was not futuristic or anything. Uh, just, you gotta love the people just always want to complain about something with Call of Duty. Advanced Warfare was, like, science fiction to an extent, but they weren't blasting off and having space battles. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, I can see kind of that argument. It's like, okay, yes, they're like robot swarms in Advanced Warfare, and, you know, he had like a mech suit, or, you know, like an exoskeleton. It's like, that is science fiction, but somewhat believable. Like, we can see that happening 20 years from now or whatever. But in that trailer, they were like literally like dogfighting in space. Uh, that's cool. I want to do that. It's been a while. Well, the, so. more, the more I heard about the game, the more I just kind of felt, hey, look, it's Call of Duty Titanfall. Isn't that without what they the, said the first time uh, for Advanced Warfare? Like, oh, you can Titans. jump around. <laughs> also, that trailer looked incredibly, like, pre-made. Like, it looked like no gameplay footage at all. Oh, it probably wasn't. But, you know, they don't care about that stuff. You'll get you'll get the gameplay stuff at E3, and then we'll get to see what it looks like. Uh, oh, what do you think uh, about the, the fighter that you can... Uh, or basically the plane, I guess you can customize. Does that move you at all? There. I mean, it's an interesting concept, but I want to see how well it works out. And I mean, real honestly, the more I heard about it, the more I thought, "Hey, this is Titanfall. Only the stuff flies instead of just walks around." I'll only be interested in the ship customization if it can take it into No Man's Sky. Yeah, apparently this is all, like, you're going to be able to have your boots on the ground, fight through the streets, call your jackal, which I guess what the uh, fighter, the plane's going to be called. You're going to have a dogfight, you're going to land on the deck of a carrier, uh, get into the ship, and this is all going to happen with no load screens. So, yeah. I envision the multiplayer looking severely unbalanced. Yep. You mean that's all going to have the multiplayer too? Uh, remind me not to play that again. Because it's like if you're a dude on the ground facing a dude in a ship, who's going to win? <laughs> I'd imagine it'd be like one the, setting. Or they give you enough handheld weapons to drop the ship, and then you wonder why they even have the ship when handheld weapons will drop them. Just like Titanfall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what they want to do in this game uh, with the the story mode and everything. It's to take people they never somewhere they've never been in Call of Duty. 
you can have dog fighting, zero gravity fighting, and all this other stuff. I mean, it's look. This all sounds good. Um, I think you know it'll be more about seeing what it's like, and it is going to have a linear story again. So people that thought it was going to be all multiplayer, I guess. Which, which TV actor are they going to have as the main bad guy? Uh, there is a Captain Nick Reyes and a Sergeant Omar are going to be the two characters. I don't know about uh, who's going to be their voices or anything, but or the motion capture. But uh, we'll we'll see, I guess. I would imagine with those names, it would have to be, uh, well, not the Nick Reyes. He could just have some kind of Latin in him or something, but imagine one of them has to be Latin. And Omar will just be Omar from The Wire. Yeah. (laughs) That was actually the first thing I thought. (laughs) So, there you go. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare seems interesting. Uh, how do you uh, feel about paying an extra $20 for Modern Warfare digital version? That, that's what's going to make me buy this fucking game. <laughs> Is having the remaster of Modern, Modern Warfare? Yeah, that's literally the only thing that I'm interested in, really. Like, I'll get I'll get that game, I'll enter that code, I'll, I'll hit accept, and I'll sell the game back to GameStop. It's like, here, you, get, you, ta- you guys take it. Do you think... Uh... If this does well, do you think with the next couple of Call of Duties we'll have a remaster of 2 and 3? 2, maybe. 3, no. I think if this does well, you're going to see a uh, bundle pack of 2 Black Ops and something else. Ghosts! (laughs) Oh god, no. (laughs) I think we all want to forget that that exists period Just, uh, I could see Call of Duty 2 Modern Warfare 2 uh, maybe the first Black Ops or like Black Ops 2 because that's still like the, I think the highest like rated one of you know the recent ones at least I'm surprised they didn't do some kind of rematch well didn't they uh, what was it you can get the well, you can get Black Ops 2 like backwards compatible on the on the Xbox One or something like that. That wouldn't surprise or, me. Or the first one, I think it was the first Black Ops. You can get it uh, backwards compatible, wasn't it? For Black Ops 3. Maybe. I swear that's that's what that was. But uh, I mean that's that's not a, a bad. Uh, re- I mean you get a remaster version, so I'm interested too. I don't know about paying eighty dollars, but. Uh, We'll the see. problem, kind of, with Call of Duty, if the, your your scenario is, it's made by a ton of different developers now. So, if they wanted to do that, they'd have to wrangle some people. <laughs> well, and they're well. I mean, they've already whoever's doing the port is not even one of the developers; it's somebody else. It's Raven, I think. So, you know, I guess they could get Raven to do all of them. Or whoever many ones they want to do. Uh, you know, because people will buy them. They'll be like, oh, wait, there was a Call of Duty 2? 
Jeez, I'm gonna buy that just to have more Call of Duty. Yeah. And then we'll play it and go, where are the kill streaks, and then shut it off. <laughs> Damn, bro. I don't have this. Shit. Uh, well, speaking of twos, Watch Dog 2 might have a new lead character, um, which was uh, revealed by the guy who did the motion capture on accident. He then had to make his Instagram private. <laughs> Oops. It's like, wouldn't you know people were going to see that? Like, why would you... The the better part is he tagged Watchdogs too. Like if it was just a character, that would have been fine. But it's like Watchdogs too. It's like yeah. Well, well, we'll find out more in three. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, do you think? I mean, you guys have played the game. I I haven't. Um, yeah. Does it need a new character, or can you just have like a side character? What do you? Uh, I know it, people not liking Aiden very much. Yeah, it, to me, it desperately needs need a new character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, really, the game just, they just need to move on from the first game and forget that it happened or vaguely reference it and not much else. Well, as long as you improve the the hacking stuff that they didn't let you do that much of in the first game, uh, I guess... That was will... supposed to be the big draw of it. Yeah. And and the mobile app that you were gonna like, you could go into your friend's game and help them out and all that stuff that didn't, didn't even happen. Just... Yeah, I think we talked about it before. All that mobile stuff, second screen stuff, that kind of died. Don't worry, Ubisoft is gonna bring it back. <laughs> well, they didn't have it in the the division. Yeah. Weren't they going to, though, with the Division? And they just... When they originally announced it, they talked about all this extra stuff you could do. But and then it just kind of fell away. Probably for the best. Uh, I mean, Daniel, we haven't had you on here to talk about uh, this stuff. You know, we've talked about it uh, on the columns, uh, plenty between Factor Fiction and 4PC and all that. The Oculus Rift is going to start showing up in stores this week. On May 7th, it's going to hit uh, Best Buy, 48 Best Buy stores. And you can start getting it online uh, May 6th at midnight Eastern Time. Um, what do you think about this all this VR stuff with the Oculus Rift and whatever? Do you think it's it's really going to become this, this big thing or... I think it could, but the price is going to have to drop a little bit. Uh, I mean, I would love to have an Oculus Rift, but I'm not going to go out and pay the money for it and have to get a new laptop or desktop to run it. I mean, until they can reduce the requirements in the price or both end up being a little bit cheaper, it's not going to take off. It's going to just be seen as kind of a novelty item with, and too expensive for casual use. Well, that being said, PSVR? if I was back... Yeah, I mean, it, the prices of them are just too high right now. Now, imagine what's going to happen if the Morpheus comes out and says you have to have the new PS4 to run the to use Morpheus with it. Well, in the uh, the whole have, of, it, it comes with a box. 
like a you know a separate box to run it. So yeah, so the new one will have it where it's inside the uh, the Neo. Well, that's what so and that's yeah. what the Microsoft did with the Connect. Like you couldn't if you have like a launch Xbox, you have to like original like 360. That that's a hassle getting that thing hooked up. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was. I just maybe next generation when the tech price of the technology goes down, it'll be more popular. At this point, I'm more interested in the augmented reality than virtual reality. I'd yeah, like but that's way more, more expensive. <laughs> but it seems more versatile. And you're not having... What was the big complaint about the 3D glasses you had to have? You had to wear... Or the 3D TVs, you had to wear these glasses that uncomfortable and everything else and how much how comfortable are the headsets really i mean i haven't been anywhere where i could test a rift to see how comfortable it really is that's true uh and i can drive to a best buy 200 miles away and just see what it looks like i mean i just i have a feeling that we're probably one generation of technology away from it really taking off. Yeah, so around the, the time whenever the next consoles come out, if they do, uh, should be when VR will, will be a thing. I mean, I don't know about AR ever going down to that price, though. That's If they try to package that with the next Xbox thing, that's going to be... Talk about taking a huge hit on that. Well, I mean, it just depends on how expensive it is, how... Expensive the technology, how the technology scales in price. I mean, the big problem I see with virtual reality is it takes you away from a group experience. And right now, it's only used for. I mean, yeah, you can watch some movies on it, but really, it's not. I mean, you're sitting there with the headset on watching a movie, and that's all. Nobody else can see it. Whereas augmented reality, more than one person can use it at the same time. True. Yeah, I, I did like the uh, that little demo they showed of like Conquer. Basically, you can play around your house and stuff, and it just keeps keeps going. Like that was really cool. Like just depending on the way you moved, uh, it just adapted to you, and it, it things kept happening there. I mean, like. And imagine trying or watching like a football game with augmented reality. Oh God! That I mean, be being insane. able to move around. I mean, I don't know. I just think that in terms of more use, I think overall you're going to get more use out of augmented reality than virtual virtual reality will get. Now, I'm, now, this prediction isn't something saying in the next five years, virtual reality is going to go away and augmented reality is going to take over. I'm saying in the future, you're going to have more augmented reality than virtual reality. What do you think, uh, Mark? I mean, yeah, but I think augmented reality is a lot more speculative right now than like virtual reality. Like. It's gonna. It's a hassle, but if you want to go to a store or order it online, you can get a Vive or a uh, Rift right now. I mean, it's, it'll cost you, 
a lot, but it's better than the HoloLens, which that's that to me seems still like a fairy tale. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that that's going to be one of those things people... All this stuff is expensive, if you really think about it. Just, uh, is that well, augmented not... reality thing going to be something people are really going to go out there and want to buy? I see that kind of like the Google Glass thing. If you're really a business person and you're you work at home and this really works for you, then go for it. I just don't see, like, the common person really having a use for that, you know? I don't know, what, what do you guys think? I mean, just... I mean, you can say the same thing about, like, smartphones right now also. Like, most people don't need a super great smart, like, phone, but they still have them for some unknown reason. <laughs> Yeah, but when you look back, say, 10 years and you see how expensive the smartphones were, how oh, yeah. they were at the time, and then you see, you think 10 years, scaled up technology, the price has gone down on it enough to where they're accessible to everybody, I think you're going to see the same thing happening with both of those technologies in the next 10 years. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I just, it's, I mean, yeah, they could it could go down to the point where it's not this uh, big of a deal right now. But it, I think it's kind of like one of those luxuries, like the 4K TV at this point. It's either you're gonna have it because you want it, or you'll wait on it. And you do have the PSVR cheaper option if you want it there. And I mean that's still pricey, but I I see that as like the the mass market VR headset right now because you don't need a two thousand dollar computer to run it. <laughs> yeah, but let's say two years from now, when the two thousand dollar computer needed to run, it goes down to what one thousand seven one thousand dollars seven hundred and fifty dollars in two years to run that. Yeah, yeah, but P- as uh, there are forty million PS4s in the in houses right now, that's the thing. Like, if even a tenth of that buys a PSVR, like that's four million units. Like, that's a lot better than the Rift is going to do, at least for like the this year. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think sales. I mean, part of it depends on how comfortable the headset is. How durable it is, how... I mean, how is it even powered? With the box. I mean, is it a wire going to the box, or is it... Yeah. I mean, there are video, there are pictures of this, of this whole setup. It's a power supply. I think that's like the power supply and processing unit. I mean, that's... I mean, it's ghetto, but it's... Yeah. It's it'll it's you can't I don't think you can power this thing on off just a USB or just off the PS4 because if it was you'd have PS2 looking graphics in this thing. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I don't know. I think it. I think the 
successor to the Morpheus will be more successful than the Morpheus will. Yeah, I think he has a point there. Uh, if you have the better technology and it's somewhat cheaper, it'll be more successful. But I don't know. I still think the PSVR is going to do okay, um, especially with them getting the chance to really pump it up at E3 and all that. I think they're going to make you want one by the time they're done with that. Um, or at least you hope that that's their goal because they're charging you $400 for this thing. You, uh, or 500 if you don't have the move controllers and the, and the camera. Yeah. So. Well, and here's the other thing with that. That's going to be coming out at the same time as, or about the same time as the NX. Would you rather pay $400 and be able to play Mario games, or would you rather pay $400 and have a VR headset that you're going to have wires running all over your room? I'd kind of go for the second one, because it's going to be a new experience. It depends on what the NX is, I think. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if what sells more. Oh, I mean, it'll be the Nintendo console, I think so. Just... What if the what if the P, P, uh, VR thing for Sony has Crash Bandicoot on it? Uh... I don't think it, <laughs> Crash is a big enough name anymore to... For the for new people that weren't around for the PS the PlayStation PS2... I don't think the crash name is big enough to really move a lot of units. I mean, it'd be like saying if Nintendo puts a new Sonic game on their console. Most people only, most people's memory of Sonic is the last horrible game, and that's it. True. Yeah, but Sega keeps a passion that had its against that franchise anyway. <laughs> To be fair, yeah. it does well when they do the uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, but that's about it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but if you, if you ask the kid now, like, who does Sonic belong to, they'd probably say Nintendo. Oh, yeah. yeah. They would, probably wouldn't even know that it's a Sega thing. At all. Or if they played Sonic Boom, they'd be like, why is this game so shitty? <laughs> Why can why can Knuckles? Why did I play this game? Period. Why can why can Knuckles infinite jump if you pause the if you pause the game? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, are, are you are you excited, Daniel? You can now play DC Universe online with your Xbox One. I have not played DCU online since before I got married. And in September, I will have been married for two years. I have a friend who just got his PS4 like two months ago, and he got way into DC on DC Online. It's I mean, like it's, it's scary. I mean, it's a lot of fun as long as you can find people to do the quest to do the uh, in-game stuff with and everything. My problem is I don't like having a monthly subscription fee. Isn't it free? And it's free now. All yeah. of the, well, yeah, but if you're going to do all the end stuff, I think you have to buy the episodes to do all yeah. the raids and everything. And the other issue is 
my care my character that's completely leveled up and geared up fairly well or was is now is still on the computer and not the console version. Ah, uh, so you'd have to restart all over again. Yeah, and while it's not a big deal, I mean, you can get a character leveled up pretty quick. Trying to get all of the drops that you need to gear it up is takes a while, or can take a while. Yeah, sure. I mean, you can. Uh, yeah, like uh, like Daniel just said, you can buy episodes, or you can uh, just get the subscription fee. It uh, basically has all the content the PS4 one does right now, and the PC one does, and then they'll all get updated at the same time, I'm guessing. So, uh, And it is free if you want to free-to-play out there, if you have an Xbox One and only that. So, I mean, that's cool. I mean, it is a fun game, don't get me wrong. I just, and part of the other reason is I don't have a regular schedule where I could play every single week or every single day, and that kind of kills any aspect of in-game content. That's the thing. I kind of want Final Fantasy fourteen, but I keep looking at it and go, yeah, I can barely play any game at this point right now. I'm trying to sit there and go, okay, I'm going to play this for a certain amount of time a day. Not happening. <laughs> Just those things are a time sink that, you know, it's, it's hard to come by, uh, especially when you have real life. Now, you know, you're younger and you don't have that problem, and I guess go ahead. Uh, the, uh, I'm excited for this, even though I have no idea when it will ever come anywhere near me. I know it took, I want to say like the third or fourth time around for them to finally come to Dallas. And then I was made to feel like a piece of crap because it, it came on Father's Day. So I went to a Final Fantasy orchestra concert on Father's Day instead of, you know, being around my dad that night. And he'd never let me live that down. Uh... Even now, he brings it up. I'm like, really? That was 15 years ago, man. But he should have <laughs> taken him to the concert. He yeah. t- he does not care at all about anything that involves video games. <laughs> he wonders why the hell I play them now. Uh, but uh, Kingdom Hearts now will have a orchestra world tour starting in 2017, and they're gonna go to lots of places around the world, including Tokyo and London, and then L.A. and New York to start out with. So that's pretty cool if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan like I am. Uh, the music is awesome, and of course, you know, you get to hear Dizzy stuff too, I'm assuming. So I uh, can't go wrong with that. Um, so there you go. Uh, with that, the bigger news to come out for video games as far as uh, video game movies, they have finally cast Laura Croft after all this time of thinking it was Daisy Ridley uh, from uh, Star Wars fame. Uh, it is actually uh, Alicia Vikander, uh, who you can actually go watch in Born Number 5 uh, with Matt Damon, uh, I guess uh, later this summer or whenever the heck that is that comes out. She was also, uh, she won an Oscar for The Danish Girl. So, that's cool, I guess. Uh, what do you guys think? Her as uh, Laura Croft. I mean, it is what it is. I am not really optimistic that the movie's going to do well. But... I- you never know, it could. 
I, I still kind of want Camilla Ludington in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I, I haven't seen for... this actress at all, at anything, really, so I can't judge her, but it's like, why not cast the woman who's doing the games to do the movie? I mean, she's not, like, a big-named actress, but still. Right, that, I mean, that's I what sold say... the first two, was having Angelina Jolie in it. But... Yeah, but I wouldn't say that this person that they cast in it is really a big name actress at this point sure she won some awards but is she a recognizable name they're gonna have to pay her some money to be in it that's for sure once you win an oscar you already command a certain amount of money so uh yeah i mean why not go with a lesser known name where you can number one maybe expose somebody that doesn't have a lot of i mean i know it's marketing but you would think you want to go cheap so that you can make sure the movie looks as good as possible. Uh, I'd agree with that. I mean, you would think that they have a big budget, but it's one of these things where you get down to it and maybe they don't. Uh, you think they'll get uh, Daniel Craig back? <laughs> uh, he, he's, not, he's not doing anything anymore. Maybe he could. I mean, I don't see why not. Just, I just, I just want the movie to be good. You know, um, like the 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 movies with Angelina Jolie were okay. Um, I thought the first one was okay. The second yeah. one, not so much. Yeah, they tried <laughs> to do too much of like making it more about her than the actual thing, which I guess would have been. Sort of Laura Croft for that day and age, but uh, no, it is it is what it is. They're, they're going to try to model her after the new games, so we'll see how that goes. I know you guys are excited for The Punisher finally becoming a series, even though we knew, pretty much knew it was going to be at some point. Um, I I like him as an actor, uh, the John Berthnall, so. I kind of question how well a series is going to do. Like, how they're going to make it work. It's better than a movie because we've already seen them try to do this twice, so the movies didn't work. Well, I think yeah. the series has a much better shot than the movies to work, just because they can take their time in building up a villain throughout the early part of the series, and then move closer and closer to the payoff. And he's like Daredevil. He has a really interesting story. This, the movie doesn't give you enough time to expound upon that. They always have to do it really fast. And well, that second, movie, that second movie is good, though. It's yeah. that first movie. That was a problem. Yeah, but, like, you know, it just I felt like I kind of got more from Daredevil from the show than I did from the movie. And yeah, the but... Same, it's 13 hours versus two hours. I mean, so yeah. Well, no, I, I agree with you, but that's what I'm saying. Like, some of these guys just, I think, like, the lesser-known guys, I think I think Ant-Man would have worked a lot better as a TV show uh, than the movie. Like, I think really these lesser-known ones, they don't need to have their own movie. Just put them on Netflix, let them have their... 13 show, then once you've explained everything about everybody, you want to have like a team-up movie like they're, you know, with the Defenders if that Defenders show does well I think you can do that but it's just, you know, I don't, I don't know what do you guys, what do you think, Daniel? I mean, 
Well, the only part about having some of the lesser-known characters have a TV show instead of a movie, some of the effects can get really expensive. I mean, you look at the people that have that have their shows right now. The people that have powers, their powers are either really easy to show, really easy to show inexpensively, or oh look, this person's super strong, or this person's bulletproof. There, were, yeah, there was a super uh, fight on Legends of Tomorrow tomorrow last week that oh, was gosh. really dodgy looking. <laughs> It was like a hundred foot, hundred foot tall Adam versus a hundred foot tall robot, and they should have just done like an old Power Rangers episode instead. I mean, that's it what was I was really, to see really those. awful. I mean, it looked cool from a visual standpoint, but it was so slow that, like, compared to something like Pacific Pacific Rim, it's like there's no contest. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you're also comparing it to Pacific Rim. I mean, like there's talk about doing like a Judge Dredd TV show. Yeah, and that's something I'd be interested in. But that's something also they could do without with a fairly small budget, considering. Yeah, I mean, the movie was done with a fairly small budget. Yeah, I'd be interested in the Judge Dredd show for sure. I mean, Dread, Punisher, you're just going to get more into the investigative interrogation and get more story, more character development than you would in a movie. Yeah, that's true. Especially if they're not doing it as a case of the week type thing. My hope is for... Season with a long, elaborate story arc. My hope is for a Dread TV show. There's no character development. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. It, yeah. I mean, don't... Just yeah, don't with, have it with 13 episodes, throwing, you can't do that, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff you can and some stuff you can't, but... I mean, you could learn... Hell, you could learn more about some of the other judges. Oh, sure. There's a ton that are interesting. I mean, I mean that's technically character development. It's just not the main character. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if we're going to stay on the comic book uh, movie thing, Comic-Con is about to get affected uh, pretty heftily here. Fox and possibly Disney are going to pull out of Comic-Con, uh, the San Diego Comic-Con, the big one, uh, because they're worried about piracy and their trailers getting out uh, to the world uh, there on, on uh, you know, illegally and all that uh, right after the the air, the screening is uh, this a problem for the Comic Con that piracy is making these these big names have to pull out here? I kind of call bullshit that that's the reason they're pulling out. I mean, I think every other time these trailers have released or this early footage released, it was always a oh yeah, we're so sorry this released and that everybody is watching it because they're excited. Wink. I mean, the thought that people are not going to go see a movie because of an early trailer with unfinished footage is ridiculous. And they know that they're, 
Disney especially has other avenues, and they want a reason that they could pull out without trying to anger, anger people saying, we don't want to go to Comic-Con. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, it's an asinine reason, because whenever this early footage does leak, the next day they release the official trailer anyway. They just want to control like the marketing of the movie themselves and the message of it. And even if it has unfinished footage, who cares? Like, you're still getting people interested in it. Like, it's win-win for everyone, except for, like, some suit at Disney who's like, wait a minute, they're seeing, like, people are uploading this? Like, we can't have that. Like, we, we should be the only ones to upload it, upload it ourselves. Yeah, but then you'll get that, like, mass of people to go, oh, my God, they're doing it like this. Oh, I'm hating, I'm hating. Yeah, but if you get that even without a trailer. And people are still going to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, you'll you'll still have those people that are like, no, I'm not seeing it now because it doesn't have this character or that happened, which is much stupidity of it. Look look at when Samuel L. Jackson was cast as Nick Fury. Like, all these, like, idiotic racists are like, to cast a black guy as the white superhero. And it's like... Look how quickly that died down. It's like he was black in the ultimate version. (laughs) Or even even look at this Tilda Swinton stuff about Doctor Strange. It's like, yes, it is kind of odd that, you know, this Nazi-esque looking woman is turned into an Asian man. But you're still going to see the movie. Yeah. Like, get over it. (laughs) I mean, when you're... I think that... You know, the Ghost in the Shell thing is almost a bigger deal than the other one because you're using a what's all almost all Asian characters, and then you're gonna put a white person in there. And I can understand people get mad, but it's uh, it's one of those you're, you're still gonna go see the movie just to be able to say, oh, it's nothing like the animated one or whatever. Um, speaking of that, uh, apparently it's taken them this long to come out and. Acknowledge that Dragon Ball Evolution was bad. Uh, I guess we're not going to get that sequel. <laughs> no. He said that he was going through a thing. And he wanted to just basically chase a big payday. Instead of being a fan of the franchise. And uh, get doing it justice or whatever. So he hopes that he can create something really cool and entertaining for you at some point. Man, such a cop out. <laughs> he'll he'll write the real life version of Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> oh, hey, at least it wasn't a Yui Bowl. My movies are good. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> yeah, that dude. At least so he did admit that he did not do a good job. Now, if only Zack Snyder can do the same thing. Uh <laughs> Well, you know, he has a that few good ones, so he will... <laughs> Did he see his dumbass Batman comment from a few, week, few days ago? What is Well, now? what I find funny is you have all these directors that were not wanting to go dark. Batman Superman does not do as well as they as it should have. And then these directors are now leaving what they the movies they were going to be doing. Uh, like you've had, uh, you've had the... Flash director leave, and the Aquaman director hasn't come out and said he left, but he is. 
I mean, okay. it's, it's all because of Snyder. Snyder's comment was, uh, he's talking about Batman Begins and how it's dark. And he goes, he goes to a Tibetan monastery and be trained by ninjas, okay? I want to do that. But he doesn't, like, get raped in prison. That could happen in my movie. If you want to talk about dark, that's how, how you would go. And it's, yeah, you did that in Sucker Punch, and it sucked. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. Literally, you literally did that in Sucker Punch, and it sucked. So... I mean, so the just, other directors quit because two of them have quit. Well, one has officially quit over creative differences, and the other one hasn't come out and said it, but has basically has quit. And the one Boy. that quit Aquaman, he's the guy that did uh, the Conjuring. Yeah, and he did one of the Fast and Furious movies. I can't remember which one. Well, I mean, five? it's not like he had, hadn't done anything. Yeah. I mean, he did seven. That's it. Yeah, well, I see, like, Disney or DC's plans are already going down the drain kind of impressively. <laughs> that does not surprise me at all. It doesn't, but I kind of feel bad for them because they just lost their big gun of showing Batman and Superman on the same screen for the first time. Remember when Joss Whedon was going to do a Wonder Woman movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how oh. much do, you, do they wish that they had him now? Yeah. Yep, and then Marvel, but no, the Wonder Woman the movie has to be directed and produced by women because in, they're being inclusive. <laughs> That's fine, except I want a Detective Chimp movie to be directed by a chimp. So again, get Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Exactly what they need to do. Uh, and speaking of, uh, apparently Ben Affleck's first solo Batman film is going to feature most of his villains. Uh, that sounds bad. Many, if not most, members of Batman's rogue gallery will be making appearances in the film. They want to make this the definitive Batman film and tell the ultimate Batman story. Uh, most of those will likely be cameos. Um, so it certainly sounds like they're ma- trying to make a big film. Uh, let me explain to you how this works. You try to put too many villains in one movie, it's going to just be a big clusterfuck and it's going to be terrible. Well, I mean, I could see how some of the cameos would work and how it could work. Like, when Batman's trying to get information on the Joker's latest plot, he goes to the Penguins Club, beats him up, beats up a few thugs, and finds out if he knows anything, and then off to the next one. I mean, something like that, where it's just showing nods to the villains, and it's not the villains are all teaming up to beat Batman. I think it could work. I'm only a fan of this project if the ma- the the main bad guy in the movie is going to be the Condiment King. <laughs> Otherwise, no thank you. Well, the other way that this could work is if he visits Arkham Asylum and you just see the cells housing all of the villains. Yeah, that, that's sort of a cop-out, too. Look at, like, the Arkham games. Like, the 
Like, those are already overstuffed with villains as it is. Yeah, but those are 50-hour freaking... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm t- they worked. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, if, if you have a two-hour movie, or even a three-hour movie, and there's at least seven main villains in it, it's like, dear God. It's just going to be not... It, it'll be split-screen action constantly between two different things. Yeah. One, one, <laughs> one side will be Batman facing, like, Mr. Freeze, and the other one will be facing the Man-Bat or something. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, I guess uh, Ben Affleck wants to make sure that he's on screen all the time. So, it would uh, it would certainly work that way. Uh, Space Jam 2 has a director now, so... You ready for this LeBron and the Looney Tunes doing this? Just... I loved Space Jam 1 as a kid, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's nostalgia. Like, it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. I saw I, that movie, I think, like five or six times in the theater. Gonna... I mean, what, are you going to have Will Ferrell play the Bill Murray role? I guess he could. He's not doing Ronald Reagan now, so. (laughs) I I understand why they're doing it. I'm sure that a lot of kids will love it. I'm sure it will probably make some money. But I think that's going to be the extent of it. It's not like the uh, Looney Tunes got a real big jump start from that after the movie. Yeah, it's not like the Looney Tunes are just out there being one of the biggest cartoons ever right now, you know. Remember that Brendan Fraser sequel? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's not like they yeah. uh, really... I forgot about use that. that yeah. uh, I mean, maybe this time they'll uh, use it the right way and get a good Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes series out of it or something. I don't also, think the Looney Tunes plays anymore, also. Yeah, they don't. So you're just going off of, uh, you know, the basically... People our age knowing who they are because uh, same as like Scooby Doo. It's like well, if you have if that Boomerang can... channel, it plays still. Yeah, I think there is a new. There was a new Scooby Doo series for a while there. Well, and I know like uh, now I would say this: the one way that I will go see the Space Gems two is if they put the Animaniacs in it. Ah. Uh. I doubt it. They want to forget about the Animaniacs, it seems. Well, it just hit Netflix. Yeah, but... Prominently advertised on there, too, surprisingly enough. Oh, man, I'm going to watch that when we get done here. It'd be nice if they just made more new Animaniacs, but that's probably gone. I mean, then people forget how, like, that show was educational. Well, they're actually going to be doing doing a uh, concert tour... Yeah, with updated versions of the songs, including the country song. Awesome. The only way I watch Space Jam Two is instead of uh, Will Ferrell as Bill Murray, it'll be Michael Jordan as Bill Murray's character. <laughs> no, Michael Jordan would have to be on the alien team because you know he does not want uh, LeBron beating his yeah his legacy. Cast him as the bad guy. Yeah, so he can cry when he loses. They can do that meme. Uh, Justin Lin, uh, the director of four entries of the Fast and Furious movies and the Star Trek Beyond movie, is going to be doing it. So 
You should want to see it just for that. You know, Star Trek Beyond is going to be great, right, guys? Yeah. No. No. I don't, I don't even think Idris Elba can save that one. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm willing to give it a shot, but I don't have much hope for it. I'm more interested in that Star Trek TV show that they're making next year. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Let's take a series that everybody loves because they get to see all this stuff happening in space, get to see all these giant battles, get to see how the crew works together in the ship. Let's blow up the ship and throw them all on a planet. <laughs> that seems like a winner to me. I mean, it's just... There's a reason that type of stuff happens in an episode or 15 minutes in a movie when they're doing it in other Star Trek movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very true. Uh, and this new TV series. It's not going to be set well, in a stupid alternate reality, so that's good at least. Yeah, but I wonder how successful it's going to be because you have to get CBS's streaming network to watch it. Legally. Yeah, that's 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 the kicker is legally. Like I, I think a lot of people will watch it, but they'll just torrent it. Yeah, but if they do that, then there might not be a second season. Yeah, but it's also CBS, and they don't. If they wanted to support it, it'd be on CBS. It wouldn't be on the stupid streaming thing anyway. I think they're trying to see if they can actually do like special things on the streaming thing. Well, I think also they're wondering if there's a network market for the show because Next Generation was basically syndicated. Yeah, well, they all except for the start, original Star Trek, they were all syndicated. Well, yeah, and, no, I mean Voyager so, and Enterprise weren't, but they didn't. They don't count. <laughs> I mean, they were on networks that a lot of people didn't realize were even there to begin with. Yeah, but Voyager was like their, their flagship. Like, we got Star Trek. It's on UPN. So what the fuck's that? <laughs> and you know what? If it had started it with season four, it probably would have done well. Sadly, was that now that's now that Star Trek is coming back. Can we get another series of Homeboys in Outer Space? Can, uh... Uh, I'm just wondering how long it'll take for. Uh, well, you know the whole Firefly thing if Castle does end. Yeah, true. Or they, I mean, they could always I mean, people are gonna Battlestar be, Galactica. So. People are going to be screaming for more Firefly if Castle ends. I don't think mm. it'll happen, but you're going to hear an uproar about it. Yeah. yeah possibly. Those people need to go away. Well, I still <laughs> say the way to do it is do a next generation type thing where those characters exist they're in the universe you see them in cameos but you're following a new group of characters yeah but then everyone's gonna be like why don't you just have mal come back and be the main character it's like no ass like we're doing this differently <laughs> like imagine if the internet existed when next generation came out <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man, that would have been panned from the 
where to go by the internet. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully you're looking towards uh, Battleborn, because that's the big game that's coming out. Uh, or it's already been out for a day or two. The, the early impressions have not been kind. I would imagine not. Like, the, the, the most I saw positive was, like, the first mission is cool, and that's it, and you can't replay it. <laughs> is anybody surprised? Uh, yeah. Here's, here's a not-so-secret secret. Gearbox is kind of a shitty developer. Yeah. Yep. Like, Borderlands 1 and 2 are okay. But even, like, even I got bored of them. Like, I know some people got, like, way into them, and that's fine, but they bored the hell out of me after, like, ten hours. Yeah. There's not a whole lot entertaining about them, really. I, once you get past the whole, oh, it's a shooter and it's an RPG thing, it's like, oh, yeah, there's so many games that do this better that aren't shooters. And all of the rest of their games are kind of shitty, except for Homeworld. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, we don't even need to talk about it. Aliens, Colonial Marines. So. <laughs> yeah, that just hovers out there, not even needing to, to be mentioned. <laughs> Same as Duke. <laughs> all, uh, all I'll say about Colonial Marines is... They did spend money on developing the game. Uh, as yeah. sad as that is. <laughs> I don't know how much money. <laughs> Apparently not enough. Well, let's say, possibly let's say, not the advertised amount. Yeah. Because some of that money went to another game. <laughs> in a might-be-illegal-fashioned... <laughs> wow, there's no reviews on this thing. Yeah, it's too early since it's an online game. Yeah, I've just been seeing tweets of some people being like, this is extremely underwhelming, or, like, why isn't this fun? Well, uh, it makes a lot of sense. That's kind of seemed like everybody, whatever we was talking about before uh, we got there. You can even go play Battleborn Tap on your phone, if uh, that's your thing. I mean, if that's your thing. You can do that. I, I think never-ending nightmares might be better. You know, just here. Here's a good review of Battleborn so far. Battleborn's constant attempts at humor make it feel like every character is tiny, tiny Tina, which is a nightmare universe I want no part of. Uh, sounds like Borderlands again. Uh, I think no, Randy Pitchford thinks he has a sense of humor, and he doesn't. He's already got like, that problem. Like he want he like he he wants to have this image of himself that he's like a nice, like generous and friendly guy when he's just kind of an ass. Every time I've seen him, he kind of comes off that way. So you can get that a uh, tabletop racing world tour for free on PS Plus uh, that comes out uh, came out yesterday too. So there you go. Uh, that actually looks sort of interesting. I don't think that I've ever thought of uh, cars on the tabletop, but it's there. And, of course, next week, the game everybody has been waiting for, unless you got it early for some reason, uh, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Are we, 
are we all buying this day one or well yeah are you getting it daniel or i'm gonna say not day one for a couple reasons number one is uh money availability i get paid the end of that week and number two i want to see reviews because i'm sure the mechanics of the game is going to be fine I'm not sure if the story's going to measure up to what you expect from an Uncharted game. Just because of all the departures from the creative department and the people that said the entire story was rewritten. It it just has me concerned. I'm kind of the same way, like except I don't I don't really care about the story. Like I'm more interested in the actual gameplay and I've only played the first Uncharted. But that'll probably be maybe not a day one re- purchase, but I'll see the reviews and you know if it gets above like a ninety for most people or people I care about who I trust, and I'll give it a shot. I'll be surprised if you don't get the obligatory uh, people giving it a ninety, even though it may not be because it's such a huge game. But... Well, that's why I say from people I trust or like you know the scant few reviewers who are not. not like dicks about that type of stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, um, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, Daniel, it looks like because we had a quantum break review, they decided not to put up the fact of delayed. Uh, I'd hear <laughs> if it was a longer delay, I'd be worried. And then they turn around and delay it again after that, and then people say the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, where can, uh, people find you, Daniel, on 4-on-1? Uh, 4-on-1, Game Zone, Factor Fiction, uh, probably up right now, since it's after midnight on the East it's, Coast. It's not, uh, because, that, that, That's uh, delayed, yeah. They have, uh, oh. they, there's a Quantum Break review, so they put that up instead. Oh, okay. Then, I don't know when it'll be up, but, uh. Tomorrow. Probably, yeah, probably, yeah tomorrow. probably tomorrow. Check it out. Uh, got both of these two on there uh, answering questions, and we'll see if they agree or if they don't. Yeah. Uh, Mark, I know you had your top eight already. Yeah, yeah I was on uh, top eight roguelikes. Uh, next week will be top eight uh, dual joystick shooters. So that'll be three copy, three things of Geometry Wars. That's about it. <laughs> Uh, the they chose not to take my top five class based shooters, so I guess that will be the top five for next week. So it's still pending, sitting in the uh, in the the queue there. So I guess they're just waiting for it to be Friday, and then they'll put that up. I don't know. Uh, there will be a four PC questions that will go out either later today or like when we get done with this shortly, or tomorrow morning at some point uh so that should be around um at least by uh by friday morning i would i would assume if we're going by the things we already have in there and yeah so uh we'll be back next week hopefully there is things to talk about and you know uh maybe somebody will have thoughts on uncharted or something <clears throat> by the time we get to that, so. But alright, uh, 
Until next week, everybody, enjoy your games, and we'll see you later. Later. Later.